0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Bite Size Coaching. My name is Beverly Landay and I'm a professional certified coach. I work with people to help them to be at their resourceful best. In today's episode, we're going to focus on strategies to help you manage not only your time, but your energy and focus to best effect. You might like to grab a pen and paper and make a few notes as we go along. Let's get started. Are you feeling overwhelmed? We've all been there, that sense of dread that grips you when there's just too much to do and not enough time. The degree to which you feel in control of your time and life significantly affects your well-being. The better you manage the critical events of your life, the better you will feel and the more energy you will have to get things done. The good news is that you can make a huge difference by using just a few simple self-management techniques, introducing structure and exercising some self-discipline in your working practices. Together, these can help you be more productive and efficient and feel less likely to be stressed. In this podcast, I consider some practical ways to help you take back control and learn to manage your time like a pro. How do you currently manage your time? Do you keep a calendar or some other schedule? If so, an easy tip is it's helpful to book time with yourself for personal development or updates or whatever you want to call it. A tip shared with me years ago is to mark time in my diary entitled TFM, meaning time for me. I was sceptical but tried it. Sometimes I'd make this 30 minutes, other times longer depending on what I knew I wanted to do with the time. I also used TFM to give me a chance to read, reflect and plan. And you know what? It worked. I found it very helpful and I use that tip to the day. You can take this idea one step further. Why not try using one of the many free personal assistant apps that are available? I've been trialling the Cortana app from Microsoft. I found it quite handy. It allows you to prepare for upcoming meetings by surfing the related files and tasks to find out what you need. You can get a daily briefing which is personalised and actionable via Outlook and it has important information on your upcoming meetings or maybe outstanding tasks. There's also an option for a weekly view with suggestions for booking time ahead to allow you to focus on specific things such as tasks or just to relax and catch up on messages. There are many other apps available, so um, try a few and experiment and see which suits your needs best. Do start with small steps when introducing new habits. It is tempting to try and do them all at once, but it rarely succeeds and then disappointment sets in and you might just give up because you feel you've failed. For example, why not set aside just 20 minutes a week, maybe twice a week, to work on a particular task? For example, look at one interesting TED talk or spend time reading a chapter of a book that you find inspiring. Try it for a couple of weeks and monitor how you feel after accomplishing this investment in yourself. How can you bring that feeling to other tasks? What micro changes can you make that will improve your focus? One of the best tips, I think, is not to wait for others to set your priorities and deadlines. Be proactive, not passive. Be clear and specific about what you're working on and your capacity to take on other things. Ask yourself what needs to be done right away. Building new habits takes time, effort and the willingness to say no to the things that distract you. It can be hard work, mainly when others take up your time with their issues and requests. Think about how your past behaviour may have influenced the way others deal with you. Do you always say yes? Do people expect that you'll suck up extra workload without pushing back? Are you unintentionally training people to think it's okay to act in this way? Don't feel obliged to do everything yourself. It's a fast road to burnout. People who are good at managing their time, energy and resources know how to delegate. Doing more doesn't mean doing better. Fatigue can lead to careless mistakes because you're trying to do too much at once. Recognise which tasks can be passed on to others so that you can focus on the essential things to add value. It isn't about dumping work. Be considerate and remember that others might find doing all or part of a task exciting and rewarding. Being self-aware is the first step to gaining control of your time. Think about the distractions and interruptions that derail your plans. Which ones can you anticipate and deal with ahead of time? How about spending the first hour of your working day reviewing progress on a critical task rather than reading routine email? Acting on the things you can control will boost your confidence and help you focus on what you want to do throughout the day. Use your brain for thinking, not remembering. There is an avalanche of information hitting us every day, Attempting to retain it all through memory alone is exhausting. Consider what is useful and choose tools that are most appropriate to your way of working. Organise your thoughts and ideas using apps, reminders, notebooks, whiteboards, journals, and phones. Find a simple system that works for you. Bookmark useful websites so you don't waste time searching. Sometimes procrastination and rumination can steal your time. If you have decided on something, act upon it, then review the outcome to see what worked well and what might be improved for next time. This is a practical yet compassionate way of moving forward with issues bothering you for a while. Help yourself by breaking down big tasks into manageable chunks, enabling you to see a way forward. Always seek the advice and support of others when planning a complex task. It's not a sign of weakness to ask for help. Quite the reverse. Demonstrates the ability to anticipate problems and shows good planning skills. Categorise your task by importance, not the order in which you receive them. Think of each one. Now mark where you are using a scale of 1 to 10, where 1 is not important at all to 10 which is vitally important to you. Anything below 5 is doubtful to happen as it isn't important enough. Start with the one that stands out as being most important for you. Work on that one first. This is a commitment you're making to yourself and you're much more likely to keep it when you have the context of its importance in your mind. Remember that time management is really life management. And what can be more worthwhile than focusing on getting the best out of your life? What's the first easy thing you could do? What resources do you need to get back on track and stay there? Who might you partner with for mutual support and help? Make a fresh start and take back control today. This has been a Bite sized Coaching Podcast. My name is Beverly Landay and I work with people to help them to be at their resourceful best. You can contact me via my website, which is www.beverlylanday.co.uk. Have a great day.